This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 34. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Hello, and welcome to another awesome episode of the Key to Authority podcast. You know, I've been enjoying doing all these podcast episodes and interviewing these awesome guests, and I'm loving the whole process of it, and I'm loving how the audience is interacting, and all of you guys are learning from it. So I really appreciate you coming on the show, spending some of your time, and learning about some of our awesome guests and some information and knowledge from them. Now, I've always struggled writing content, and it was because of that... I kind of have stopped blogging and started podcasting, and I've loved that. But writing has its own place in marketing, and you need to write your content, and you need to write it properly. So creating content that is authentic and that actually speaks to your ideal client is something that you must consider when you're a professional speaker or a coach, and especially when you're trying to grow your authority. So... In today's episode, I've invited along Jay Crisp Crow from Crisp Crow Communication to have a chat about how we can go in regards to building relationships with our ideal clients through authentic content. Jay is a content writer and editor with a love of social media as a platform for good business messages. With a background in literature and creative writing and over a decade resourcefully managing Small budgets for independent school marketing and communications, she now works to uncover a business story and deliver it elegantly and authentically to potential clients. With a particular passion for small business and startup enterprise, Jay also advocates a healthy work-family blend. Jay believes that the success of a small business can be supported by compelling storytelling and communication of an engaging message. In her spare time, She writes for Weekend Notes and raises a noisy and glorious family. But before we welcome Jay to today's show, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, SiteGround. SiteGround is a really awesome website hosting company, and it's one of the ones that I trust and work with. The biggest reason I do that is because of the 24-7 live chat support. They're really helpful guys there, and if you have any issues in terms of hosting or any issues with your website, They're happy to jump on and help you out. So if you're looking to change web hosts or if you're looking to start a new website, then go check out keytoauthority.com slash sideground to get started. Now, here's Jay Crisp Crow. Hey, Jay, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. And Nerida suggested to get in touch with you and then Ming Johansson as well. So I know I love the two ladies in terms of what the content they shared on the podcast as well as I've met them quite a few times and then that told me that I had to get in touch with you, obviously, to talk about what you do in the space of digital communication and the wordsmithing you do, because uh, from what I heard was all brilliant. So welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I've actually, I listened to your podcast before you contacted me and I'm really, really thrilled that you, that you messaged me. So thank you. And thank you to Ming and Nerida. Appreciate that because uh, that's what the whole community and building that authority is obviously that building relationships and things like that around your business. So Jay, what is it is exactly what that you do and 
Why do you do it? Okay, so um, I was I was asked this at, at one of Ming's marketing retreats recently. Actually, one of the one of the girls who was there asked me, uh, "When did you start writing?" And I had a little chuckle about it at the time because I guess my answer was I didn't really start writing. I've always just written. Um, I've been a writer since I think I began to be able to write. And probably before then, I think I just told stories. So I went to, I studied musical theatre at Whopper and in Queensland. And that's not so funny to kind of marry the two together because the skills that I learnt there really come into play when I do copywriting for people because I, I use a kind of a stepping into a character to write people's website copy. So after WAPA, I went and studied literature with a creative writing major at university and then went on to have some children and have just finished up 13 years working in some small independent schools around the hills and then uh, recently began my own business. And what was the reason that you like, that's it, I've had enough work and I'm going to go start my own business side of things? Yeah, I, I wanted, I really, really was interested in testing if I could create a life that I woke up every single morning and felt really enthusiastic about the day. And that's not to say that the work in education is not important because it is. And certainly marketing on a small budget, fantastic schools is really good for your skill set. So my marketing and my sales, I was in marketing and admissions for a long time. So all of those skills were, were really well honed, but I really wanted to work kind of on a project by project basis with people who had small businesses, startups who were really enthusiastic about their product um, and really driven to create something you know new and wonderful in the world. My big interest is helping those businesses get their story and their message told. Because there's there's like a special quality about small business owners that is really attractive. Like if you meet someone at a chamber meeting and they're a new startup and they're so passionate and enthusiastic about everything that they're doing, they're the clients that I want to help communicate their original and unique message in a really elegant and eloquent way to prospective clients. Plus, I think working also in education, I figured out that I'm just a natural born fixer. So if someone comes to me with something that's not quite working for them, I I love digging around till I find something that's that's helpful, which is why I love social media as a communication platform because there's so many good ways to get a good message out. In a summary, I rewrite and write people's content. So anything from websites to advertising, social media copy, and they can either outsource to me and I'll ghostwrite for businesses or I'll go through a process with them to help them get to the heart of their message and then help them tell it. And that's really awesome. And it's people like yourself who help the small business community and bring that up and get that growing. And obviously that helps grow everything around uh, the business community side of things. And I, and I guess it's one of the things in that sense of helping the people that got me started in our podcast. So I totally understand where you come from. <laughs> so uh, quite a few things I heard in there in terms of those building relationships, obviously, around the community, but also the content and the communication. So, Jay, what is the key to building relationships through authentic communication or authentic content. Okay, so I, I scribbled this down the other day and um, and it's probably a little bit corny, but that kind of suits me because I was trying to sum up where where to begin and I wrote down art must start with heart and I wasn't really talking about painters, but people who have 
a product or a service that's original and exciting. So if you're an inventor or an engineer or a provider of something really bespoke that will help another personal business, then you're creating. You're a creator. I think you start from the center and the process I help my clients with is you, you start from what do you believe in? What drives you? Why do you do this? Why did you give up your day job and take flight all on your own? Because that's, that's the bit I think that people want to know about you. Because when they know that story about you, if that resonates with them, then you start to build a relationship. You start to get people to, to trust you and to know who you are. And, um, I always want to hear that part of the story. And then once I hear that part of the story, then I go with the client on to figuring out a set of beliefs and that set of beliefs helps them find their ideal client. And from there, it's pretty easy to speak to that prospective client in a language that signifies something to them. Once the heart of the art is uncovered, we're just tweaking the communication until it's concise and clear and really, really authentic. And uh, as I said before, consumers are increasingly clever. We can buy something for overseas from cheaper than we can get it here with a click of a button and not think about it again. Or we can decide to shop smaller and maybe um, local and support a small business. And if we do decide to do that, we want a relationship with the seller. We want to know that you're trustworthy. And, you know, if you live in our community, then, you know, it makes us feel good that we're supporting somebody that builds, you know, an economy that's thriving around us. And I think good content helps build that trust. Okay. And that's what I think in terms of I loved how you put it that art must start with heart because that's one of the reasons I ask people why. And um, it's naturally a curiosity that drives me. It's like, why did they do what they do? Yeah, I love hearing those stories. And I think that um, if you can tell those stories in a way that is engaging, then your prospective clients will be drawn in. And you've started, you've been on, you know, a first date within a couple of paragraphs and, and you know, they're already interested in you. And I think it becomes that kind of a hook that keeps them reading and reading. So tell me a bit more about that authentic communication or authentic content uh, and how that can help actually build that relationship. So if you could go a bit more deeper in that. Sure. So I don't think that it's easy. I don't think that um, writing something that is compelling and engaging and is going to start a relationship with a prospective client is an easy thing to do because I guess if writing compelling copy was easy, I'd be back at my day job. Um, <laughs> but if you start with something that is truthful and then use your communication tools in a way that makes people feel something about you and a connection, then you've begun a genuine relationship. I use this example in the workshops that I run because it's universally recognizable. So I have a hairdresser and she's an awesome hairdresser. There's no question about that. But I'm pretty sure that there are other really good hairdressers in my local area. But I go to see her not only because she's excellent at what she does, but also because I have a relationship with her. I know I can trust her because I've seen her display the core beliefs that speak to me in her business. So she's excellent. She's passionate. She has drive. She is innovative, but understanding and so I trust her and I go back to her again and again and again and it wouldn't matter what other marketing was happening around. I, I go back to her because she's the person I have a relationship with. So I think if you can ensure that your digital communication is authentic and clear, then you get to begin building that relationship like I have with her before your prospective client even meets you or walks into your shop or has to even has to send you an email. I think it's just important to go through that process. What is most important to you? Who are you speaking to? Who's your ideal client? What do they want to know about you? 
and then you know we're clever and and we're we're pack animals we want to know things about each other so you don't need to tell everybody everything it doesn't have to be intimate but personal and professional is still nice so you know i think let a little bit of your life show because that's what we want to know about you yeah and i think you, know, you struck there that understanding the ideal client and obviously approaching from that side because quite a few people make that mistake where they go for every single person out there and then they end up knowing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we can't, I mean, I'm one person. I would like every single business in from Mundaring to Cottesloe to pick me to be their copywriter, but I probably couldn't service them all. So, you know, there's lots of work and there's lots of people that just need a little bit of help and there's lots of business, businesses that require you know, some more ongoing assistance. So yeah, you, you've got to, you've got to match with, with your client. Now, in terms of, you mentioned obviously that this is fairly involved and obviously it needs effort and work and what doesn't need that. But so how does one go about starting to actually create that authentic content by themselves? And how do they go in terms of displaying that either through social media or through blogging? What are the steps involved in that so that when the ideal client comes or finds them, they start those steps of getting in terms of getting to know that person and building that relationship. Uh, look, I think if, if we're talking about websites, your About Me page everybody goes to because they we're curious and we want to know things. So I wrote an ebook a couple of months ago about creating compelling copy for your About Me page. Once It's a step-by-step guide to beginning the process and then it guides you through what to do with the content because once I think you've applied the principles of start with the reasons you do what you do, Figure out who your ideal client is and speak to them, just like you would do in a conversation with a message that's worthwhile to them. Then really you've got the tools to continue with that kind of communication all the way through your website. So be really, really honest. Don't use words that you wouldn't do in a conversation. Make sure that your message is really clear and concise. Don't waffle on. That's what conversation face to face is for, not for website copy. And just you know, keep reminding people what your ethics are so that they can gauge whether they are going to be the right fit for you. And I think that if your website copy is really honest and authentic, then people who the right people will be attracted to you and people who don't have the same ethics won't won't ever even click on the contact me button. Okay. And is there like a structure since you mentioned that you've written that ebook, so is there a structure to an about me page? Because from what I know and what I've heard that your About Me page is basically the second most visited page you have on your website. I think that's fascinating. I like, I, when, when I go through the process in the ebook, I say, you know, write three different copies and I keep, I've kept, I've kind of updated mine a couple of times and I've tested it out on my Facebook audience. Um, and I've got a little bit of, you know, my brand advocates give a little bit of feedback about which one they like. The fabulous thing about digital communication is that you can edit it over <laughs> and over again. Um, so, you know, Try something out. Don't make it too long. Have a, have a lot about, you know, your values and your ethics and those kinds of things, but then have a little bit about, you know, who you are as a person. Um, mention that other people think that you're good. I mean, that's always helpful, isn't it? And yeah, don't be afraid to put it up and then edit it again or, you know, get some help. Just get some help. Um, because I think not everybody finds writing easy. Um, which not everybody does. Not everybody finds writing easy. I love it. I would write a love letter for 
someone if someone asked me to. But and and equally, I think you know when I mentioned the drama and we were emailing back and forth, and you said you promised you wouldn't laugh when I mentioned that I thought drama would help. Yeah. So there are so many talented and creative writers and and marketers and social media experts just in Perth, and digital communication is is like a worldwide stage. So I could just as easily work for a client in Canada as I can in Cottesloe, but. I think what I find easy is that I realize that my empathy for people combined with the background in theater has really helped this process for me because sometimes it takes people to wade through a couple of blocks before they can figure out how to, how to go through this process. And I think there are, there are a lot of beautiful writers, um, but writing someone else's copy isn't, you know, just about good writing because it's one thing to create exciting content that really quickly, which is what copywriters are expected to do. But it's more exceptional to be able to communicate a business's unique message in their own voice. So I don't think that there is ever, you know, it's it's never terrible to write something and then hand it over to somebody who does it for a living and say, just tweak this for me because this is what I want to say and this is what I want people to know about me and my business, but I just need you to make it really savvy. So um, regardless of my mother bemoaning the fact I never put to good use all the dancing and singing on drama lessons, I actually think that I do because being able to immerse yourself in someone and their business and what they love and what drives them is like stepping into a character. And um, I try and write them in a way that their readers can't tell the difference between my voice and theirs. So the theatre background is really helpful. So I just, I just, I just write what they would if they had the practice and the enthusiasm and sometimes just the time to do so. So I think, just, you know, just start. And if you need help, put your hand up and say, help me out with this. That's really good in terms of that different backgrounds of theatre. The reason I said that, because when you send that email, it was in bracket that do not laugh. And it's don't like laugh. That, that pointing in the room is like, there's a pink elephant and don't look yeah. at the pink elephant. It's like, uh, where's the pink elephant? So like I could see that in the copy in terms of the email and that was one of the reasons I'm like, yep, that should have you on the show. And again, <laughs> you know, if an Instagram workshop, because I, I, like I run social media content workshops, if a workshop gets boring, you know, I could always break out a tap dance and we could fill in <laughs> five, 10 minutes and people would go, wow, remember that Instagram workshop with a girl tap dance? That was odd. <laughs> uh, maybe I should come down to your workshop just to see you tap dance. But in terms of just quickly, so we talked about the about page and obviously one of the things I tell people is to blog consistently and blog constantly because it helps drive not only traffic, but it builds that relationship. And as we're talking about authentic content. So what about blogging and how can they structure that so that they're writing it more efficiently? Because obviously blogging does take time, but is there any tips or tricks around that? Look, I'm probably just going to reshare a, a Ming tip that, a, a, a Ming trick that she taught me recently because I was, I mean, I do digital communications. I used to do it all on a laptop. And, um, and recently Ming taught me to disconnect from the internet, um, which is, you know, which is difficult because I'm, you know, I'm managing people's Facebook and I'm on there all the time and my phone's constantly pinging and I'm helping people rewrite things over my phone because they need it right this second. But good old fashioned paper and pen, which I'd kind of forgotten how to do, um, has really worked for me. So exactly like we were taught to structure an essay at school, you know, get the guts of it, 
write that down, write an introduction, write a good middle bit, summarize it. So back to music, you've always got to end with a nice note that resolves the piece, you know, and, and you've, and you've got a good blog. And it really depends who you're speaking to because, um, I struggled a bit when I first started my website. If I was going to write about business or if I was going to write about my family. And then I thought, well, I'll write about my family separately because before I started this business, I wrote an anonymous blog for a year just to see if everybody would hate it. And I didn't tell anybody that I'd published it. And it was huge in India. I had lots of Indian readers, which was really interesting about, about family. But then I figured that one of my core values that I'm happy to tell anybody I work with is the sacredness of my family. So anything that's going to impact my family gets a lot of consideration like starting a business. I have a really beautiful family and I adore them. So for me, one of the things I chose to do is not just blog about business, but also about family business because this business is built around my family and they feature heavily in it. And I know from talking to current clients that this speaks to other small business owners who are struggling to juggle the demands of having a family with running an enterprise. And they feel as if I can empathize with how important it is for their business to succeed. My clients know that I know how much is riding on their success. And they know that I know because I'm doing exactly the same thing. So they can see this on my website about me before we've even sat down to have an initial conversation. So I think that's one of the ways that I ensure that ideal clients and I can find each other because if I'm blogging consistently and I've got a nice mix of, you know, my experiences with the business, with the things I know about business, with, you know, how I juggle family life in a small business, then they know that I'm about working smarter, doing excellent work, maintaining a good work family blend, and they know that we'll do great business. I just, I just think just keep telling the truth. Just just keep telling people about who you are and what you're about and the right people will find you. That's a fib. The right people won't just find you, obviously, if you just put it on a website. That's why we have social media. (laughs) In regards to that saying, because obviously if you can describe the client better than they can describe, that's your ideal client. Now, what's an action that our listener can take in terms of starting with the heart and when you mentioned that the art must start with the heart? So how can our listener can go about doing that? Well, they can download my ebook for free off my website. There's no Twitter speak. <laughs> There's, you know, 11 good pages of step-by-step content in there to help them guide them through the process. And yeah, have a go. And, and if people get stuck, you know, we, I've got a Facebook page. They can drop me an email. You know, I just think start. And I'm a terrible one for that. I put things off until they're absolutely perfect until I started this business. And then I decided that I was no longer going to be comfortable anyway. So sometimes you just have to begin. No. Cool. And that's a really great tip. And obviously, uh, one of the things I get told consistently and I get people <laughs> in my, uh, so our workshops is that if you spend 90% of your time doing and then only spend 10% learning, then that's the balance you should go. So Jay, where can those people go download your ebook? And obviously, where can they get in touch over social media? And what's your website details? I'm on all the fun places. So uh, I've got Facebook. If you go to facebook.com, Crisp Crow Communications. Instagram, I'm on Instagram under J Crisp Crow, uh, where you get to see lots of photos of my redheaded toddler firecracker and, the, and my big kids. I've got Twitter and the website is www.crispcrow.com.au. And that's crisp like crunchy and crow like the bird. Uh, thanks for sharing that. And I'll put those uh, details and the links on the show notes. Really appreciate you coming down. I know you're spending some time away from the kids uh, recording this, but appreciate it. And thanks a lot again. 
Thanks so much. I had a really good time. Thank you for making my first podcast so easy. As you heard throughout the interview that your about page, the content you create on your website and the content you create on your blog is really key in delivering that message and attracting the right client. So make sure you pay some attention in that and work with either copywriter or work with resources available online to help improve your website and the written content on it. Today's action for you is to go to Jay's website and download her ebook about writing an awesome about page and then put those steps into action and rewrite or re-edit your about page and see what difference that makes. To get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep034 for the show notes. Till next time, keep building relationships using authentic content. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.